This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Summer is all about grilling, and no one understands grilling better than Omaha Steaks. Their grand summer grill-out package lets you stay home and eat like you're at the best steakhouse in town, all for much less. They've got bacon-wrapped filet mignon, pork chops, chicken, kielbasa, and more, all delivered to your door with ease. And right now, Omaha Steaks is offering an exclusive deal on this amazing package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL into the search bar, and for this week only, Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free with your order. Omaha Steaks delivers quality and safety with every order guaranteed. Your order will arrive flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered to your door in a cooler with dry ice. Go to omahasteaks.com, type LIBERAL in the search bar, and order the grand summer grill out package for this week only you'll receive four jumbo franks and four omaha steaks burgers free to complete your steakhouse experience omahasteaks.com intercode liberal in the search bar well i gotta be honest donald trump has done what joe biden couldn't he's made liberals and republicans excited to vote for joe biden let's begin Welcome to the Sanity Cast, the little Stephanie Miller sexy liberal podcast network podcast about how to be sane when you're in America and 145,000 have died, 50 million plus have lost their jobs, over 12 million face eviction, tens of millions are about to lose federal unemployment, the tax cut only helped the wealthiest, but the president, former star of Celebrity Apprentice, is laser focused on saving all of us from anti-racism protesters in Portland. I'm John Fugel saying it's great to have you here. I'm not going to lie, folks. It's it's messed up out there. You've watched the news. You've seen this administration. It's like Lainey Riefenstahl directing the Three Stooges. And we're at a point now where, for some reason, our president is publicly saying very nice things about a well-connected child sex trafficker, Julie Maxwell. But... <laughs> I'm sure he's got good reason, right? This is the president saying schools must open in the fall, but uh, it's not safe for me and my Whittle convention. And uh, look, it's listen, I understand how crazy it is for all of us. I'm having a lot of difficulty trying to maintain. Uh, this week, I-, I watched the mayor of Portland. He got berated by his own allies on the left while also being tear gassed by fascists on the right, which I call going on Twitter. But he- here's what's really got me today. Um, 
we got to congratulate Donald Trump for yet another first. For the first time in our lives, the U.S. passport that we carry is basically useless. Now, my passport's a very special thing to me. I never got one until my mid-20s. I never traveled much until I got to for work. In fact, the first time I got a passport was because I had to go to London to do a TV special with Paul McCartney. Uh, like, literally, my first time to Europe my, was meeting McCartney. So I, a passport's very special to me emotionally. So I acknowledge, uh, I'm a little biased on this. But for the first time in our lives or our parents' lives, the U.S. passport that we carry is practically useless. So many countries are correctly horrified of American travelers spreading COVID-19 that they're now closing their borders to U.S. passport holders. I mean, we've talked about the EU, the Bahamas now. The Bahamas is literally afraid of American tourists. That's like Donald Trump being afraid of hookers with low standards. I mean, this is the lack of leadership, right? We, when we discuss Trump, we have two different things we have to talk about. The bad leadership and the non-leadership. And in this case, it's both. Uh, it's cost us dearly. The non-leadership by taking no action, the bad leadership by telling people not to wear masks until five months in, which is fantastic. That's like, you know, bringing, bringing a fucking eight ball to somebody's intervention. But Europe began closing their borders to non-essential American travelers on the 1st of July. Those borders are still closed to U.S. citizens. And again, Prime Minister Ubert Minis of the Bahamas, citing the surge, has blocked entry of U.S. tourists. Like, the passport means so much to so many people. It, it, it symbolizes our identity as Americans. And it's worthless. And if Trump stays in office, it is very unlikely a lot of borders will be opening back up to American travelers, even after the pandemic's contained. I mean, global leaders have made it very clear that America has lost its place in the world. And that's why Joe Biden is running the kind of campaign he's running. It's a, com it's a campaign that frequently makes progressives go crazy because it's designed to do that. Moderates get elected by pissing off the liberals. So moderate white people in the Midwest don't think the moderate is all that liberal. If they can convince them they're moderate enough, then they can be as liberal as they want to be. The question is, how liberal does Joe Biden want to be? And when I say liberal, I mean, how much does he want to correct the things that can be corrected? I mean, if government policies got us into so many of these economic problems, if government policies helped make it so hard to climb the economic ladder, then government policies can change it. FDR proved that. This episode's uh, dedicated to Melania Trump, who uh, said today, even in the most difficult times, the White House Rose Garden has stood as a symbol of strength and continuity. Today, it is my pleasure to announce our plans to renew and restore this iconic space so that we preserve its history for beauty its history and beauty for generations to come, which is great because even in the most difficult of times, we should remember how our first lady helped her husband spread a racist lie with zero evidence that the first black president wasn't born here. Also, she didn't write that. Also, she'll never probably even read that. But look, a, a lot of respect for Melania. I mean, you know, she's already solved online bullying and apparently she's overseen construction of the invisible tennis pavilion on the White House grounds. So, as far as I'm concerned, she's got 99 days left. She's earned the rights to do the Rose Garden as much as she wants. Like Trump's infrastructure plan, I don't expect it to actually happen. 99 days, folks, from the time this is being recorded. Uh, now, I'm very committed to bringing you some good news, and um, there's a lot of it. The best news I've heard is that the smart Americans really do outnumber the stupid and selfish. 
I, I, I got a lot of praise for saying there are more of us in the, in my uh, video I did for the first Stephanie Miller, sexy liberal online Bacchanal, which I hope you'll still watch, go to runtheworld.com. You can download it. The second one's a lot of fun too. I'm making a big special I'm releasing in the fall that I'll bore you about later. But, um, I said there are more of us and I actually stole that line from Billy D. Williams in that last Star Wars movie. But the latest Politico morning console, yeah, I did. Billy D. Williams, the Lando should get a series on Disney Plus. I said it, but here's the deal. The latest Politico morning consult poll found 53% of registered voters who participated in the survey strongly supported statewide mandates for masks that would fine or even jail citizens who refuse to wear a mask to prevent the spread of COVID-19. And when you include voters who somewhat support such a requirement, it's 72%. Think about that. 86% of Democrats strongly or somewhat supported mandates. 68% of independents agreed. 58% of Republicans support strong mask mandates. And this is coming as a growing number of states are issuing statewide mask mandates, but it's still about 28 states left to go. And this is going to lead to what Joe Biden has to do. See, mandates would have to be in place and enforced nationwide for us to stop the spread of a pandemic, but you'd have to have a national plan. And we're five months and 150,000 corpses into this thing, and we don't have a national plan. Uh, we have regional plans. You know, remember World War II and FDR told every state, find your own strategy to fight the Nazis? Um, in Missouri, uh, let's hear it for Governor Mike Parson. You know, we got to be honest. We spend so much time focusing on the stupidity and criminal negligence of Governors Brian Kemp and Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott. We don't pay nearly enough attention to the criminal negligence and overwhelming stupidity of Governor Mike Parson. Uh, he's a Republican. Spoiler alert. He is hardcore pushing for children to return to school while acknowledging openly that making them return to school will likely result in the mass spread of coronavirus. Yes, he gets points for saying it. He thinks those two things, and he can say it out loud because I guess he's evolved to the point where he doesn't have to care. The only conservatives in Washington who still care about what history books will say are Mitt Romney and John Roberts. Mike Parson totally ignores the risk of kids infecting teachers and adult family members at home. He said if they do get COVID-19, which they will, and they will when they go to school, they're not going to the hospitals. He said this on the radio. They're going to go home, and they're going to get over it. And they're going to spread it to terrified old white people that Mike Parson needs to be reelected. It's just, it's, it, it's the anti-masker, folks. Anti-maskers are the new anti-vaxxers. There were two recent studies that looked at the relationship between personality traits and reactions to mild restrictions put in place to slow the spread of a fucking plague. Researchers found that people with the, what they call the dark triad traits. I don't know if you're familiar with dark triad. You can look at my Tinder profile. Uh, it's narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. They're less likely to comply with restrictions or engage in any preventative measures against the pandemic. Now, again, we're going to talk about the dark triad. Think about your president. He can't spell any of these words, but narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. People who have dark triad traits, and again, it's called that because their, their evil, dark qualities correlate with more crime, less compassion, and really bad leadership qualities. Those people who had dark triad traits were more likely to hoard and, you know, hoard goods and services at the beginning of this thing 
but less likely to take preventative measures. They got the greed down. They don't have the empathy about wearing masks and washing your hands and social distancing. People with dark triad traits more often believed that they were highly susceptible to the virus, okay, while also believing less in the efficacy of their own actions, qualities that partially explain their reluctance to have preventative measures like washing your freaking hands and limit your non-necessary trips outside of the house. Both of these studies were conducted by researchers from several international universities. It's been posted in many, many uh, 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 psychiatric journals. I found it on uh, Newsweek. Narcissists and psychopaths are more likely to refuse to wear masks. Of course, you didn't need to know that. What you need to know is this. Um, Here's the criteria. Experts are saying that states have to meet at least five basic criteria to safely reopen. Most of the states that have reopened have not met these five criteria points. And it's pretty thorough. And this sounds like staying home a lot longer, but it sounds like making sure your entire state is a lot safer to travel around and go out and see people and exchange money for goods and services. You ready? These are the five criteria you're supposed to meet to safely reopen and to stay open. You got to see a two-week drop in COVID-19 cases. Two weeks of drops because that means the virus really is going away. Number two, you have to have fewer than four daily new cases per 100,000 people per day, okay, to show that cases aren't just dropping, but are below the dangerous levels. So for every 100,000 people per day, uh, four new cases, okay? Um, They need at least 150 new tests per 100,000 people every day. That lets them quickly track and contain new outbreaks wherever they start. That's why we do mass testing to see which zones of the country might need lockdown because they're hot zones. Okay, 150 new tests per 100,000 people per day. I told you, these are hard requirements. It's not like person, man, woman, camera, television. Which, by the way, he said that because that's what he was looking at in the interview. There was a monitor there on the set. You know he has a monitor by the shot, by the camera, because he's so vain. He has to see what he fucking looks like. So he just said person, and then he rattled off the next four things he saw. Man, woman, camera, TV. Okay. Number four. You have to have an over, overall, your state must have an overall positive rate for tests that's below 5%. Of all the testing you do, it's got to be a positive rate below 5%. This is a critical indicator for your testing capacity. And number five. States should have at least 40% of their ICU beds available to treat an influx of people with COVID-19, should that be necessary. At least 40%. Guys, right now, 22 states have hit two of those benchmarks of the five. 25 states have met none of the five. Okay, half of us have met none of those five standards. Only three states meet these requirements, and they were the three states that got hurt first the worst. You guessed it. New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. (sighs) I I don't know how we tell millions of Trump supporters who voted for a New York billionaire who has a gold toilet, but hate New York, that New York is leading and they have to do what New York does. It's really simple, folks. I'm going to explain it all. It's how Biden can win. National leadership is what we're lacking. You know what I hate? When your social media pops up with a summer vacation pic from like five years ago, and it's great memories, but you're like, ugh, when did the wrinkles and the bags around the eyes show up? Delete, delete. 
Well, not this summer. Let's say no more pop-up picks with deep wrinkles, fine lines, and bags under the eyes. And I'm not talking about surgery. I'm talking about Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags all in the comfort of your home in minutes. Plexiderm goes on clear and lasts for hours, so nobody will know your secret. I tried it, and I look like me, just younger, healthier, and better rested. The results will blow you away. Get Plexiderm and love how you look and feel this summer, in the mirror and in photos. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use the code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial pack today by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mention VOICES. Again, visit tryplexiderm.com and use code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle plus an additional $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial pack when you use code VOICES. We all know that the Clean Phone Pro with its powerful UV lights kills bacteria and viruses that live on your cell phone, car and house keys, credit cards, earbuds, face masks, and more. But what happens when you're driving to the store, you reach for your face mask, and realize you wore it yesterday? <sighs> now you can sanitize that mask in under five minutes in your car because the Clean Phone Pro now ships with a powerful car plug adapter included in the package. So whether you're keeping safe at home or have to go out, you can have the benefits of the Clean Phone Pro with you and sanitize those constantly touched items anywhere, at home, in the car, or at the office. Get the Clean Phone Pro now with a car plug adapter. Add the code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout, and you'll get free two-day shipping. Only you can defend yourself and your family from bacteria and virus. Get the new Clean Phone Pro package. Get KN95 masks and get free two-day shipping by adding the code SEXYLIBERAL. Go to the newdealshop.com. One more quick thing. Let's talk about these polls, which I don't want you to get too hot and bothered. But you know that Trump's doing very poorly, and he's going to do all matter of horrible thing to change that. His average deficit against Biden has gone from six points in March to nine points at the end of July. NBC News Wall Street Journal had a poll last week, Trump leading him nine points, 51 to 40 percent. But when you look closer, Trump is actually doing a bit better with non-whites than he did against Hillary Clinton in 2016, which is crazy. But the group that's fueling Biden's polling surge, it's two kinds of voters. This is really interesting. Two classifications of voters are really driving Biden's holy crap numbers. And they are, well, number one, elderly voters. Uh, And thank God, right? Even more dramatically, Trump was leading among voters 65 and older. He won them in 2016 because there's lots of old white people who are scared and dead inside. But Biden has turned it around. I mean, Trump won seniors 56% to 41%. Imagine that, 15 percentage points above Hillary Clinton. But Biden, who, again, got the nomination because the seniors in the Democratic primaries went for him, is wailing on Trump 50% to 45% among the oldest voters, okay? So elderly voters are bailing on Trump. Uh, White women who are dead inside have not begun to bail on him yet. The group that's really helping Biden, in addition to the elderly, you guessed it, non-white American voters. Um, He's carrying African-Americans by 75 percentage points over Trump in the latest polls. Hillary Clinton won them by 80%. Uh, But Trump is actually doing well among Latino voters because, well, I don't know why. There's macho assholedom, uh, there's Catholicism, so that there's people who will always believe abortion matters more than what Jesus talked about. Uh, But Trump carried, uh, Trump did very well. Uh, He he had a a, a 40% gap among Latinos in 2016. Now it's only 30 points. Latinos 
along with voters 18 to 29, have some of the highest undecided rates in today's polls. Now, I don't understand how you can not know who you want to vote for after looking the fuck around and seeing what's going on. But um, good thing for Joe Biden, Latinos are underrepresented in the Electoral College battlegrounds. It's going to be a mess. And, you know, the last election was defined by mass defections to Trump of the remaining Caucasian working class members of uh, the Democratic coalition, mainly in the heartland. I mean, they used to call them Reagan Democrats. But the 2020 election is on track to see such huge defections of the remaining white, professional, white collar members of the GOP coalition of Biden. Think about that. Uneducated working class whites went hardcore for Trump over Hillary. But Biden is getting educated conservative whites bailing on Trump. Because again, why wouldn't you? If you are only greedy, I can see why you go for Trump. Uh, Even if you just hate people so much, if you hate immigrants and, and Mexicans and black people, voting for Trump still hurts you. Only if you're a rich guy who hates people. That's the only way it makes sense. But that's the playing field Biden finds himself at, at a time when, like, Mexico is closing off the border to us. See, here's the deal with Joe Biden. There's a lot of progressives and there's a lot of conservatives who'd like to vote for him. And it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be hard. I don't buy this whole Biden is too old thing at all. Donald Trump is, needs a ramp and a sippy cup. Give me a break. Biden's just got to be able to show what leadership looks like in the age of COVID-19. And so... Here's another edition of the Biden Whisperer, where I give unsolicited advice to the campaign. And I've said this on the air on Sirius XM. Biden can start leading right now. I've already said he should start having press conferences every day. He should do his own press conference where he stands with doctors. And all he has to do is stand in front of a row of flags, say, listen to the medical experts and not fucking compliment himself all day. It's not that hard. He could do it. But what do you, how do you run on that? Well, here's the deal. Biden should come out and say, I'm Joe Biden, and I didn't have to tear gas a church full of peaceful protesters to get here. But uh, I think he needs to pitch a little uh, little slogan, 3690. 3690. Not to be confused with Herman Cain's 999, and I wish Herman Cain a speedy recovery from his bad case of Democrat hoax. I'm sorry you believed Donald Trump, Herman Cain, but then again, you believe the Republican Party that they actually wanted you to run for president. They wanted you on that debate stage for a completely different reason, and you gave it to them. But 3690, three things we have to do to fight this thing. Three things. We all know what they are. What are the three things? Joe, lead the nation. Wear a mask. Social distance. Wash your hands all the time. Three things. The president who says, I demand we do these three things nationwide. Six. Six weeks. These projections are four to six weeks. Let's be conservative. Three things for six weeks. Ninety. The projections say three things, four to six weeks, 70%, but 90 sounds better and it's safer. So three, six, 90. If, if 90% of Americans for six weeks will practice social distancing again, wear masks again, or for the first time and wash their hands all day, 90% of us can do it. No leader can save us. Only we can do it ourselves, and it's a time for the people to lead. I am telling you, Joe Biden needs a rallying cry to act like he's going to show up there and just institute a national policy like every other first world ally. There's no excuse for this. I mean, you can say it's Trump's negligence, but at some point it stopped being his negligence and became his corruption. I mean, it's deliberate now. Before he was just stupid. Now he's deliberately made it worse, and he's trying way too late to make it better. 
And so Trump's going to show up wearing a mask at this point? Please, that dog don't hunt. Biden, you can do this. Take it from someone who really wants to be enthusiastic about you. Start getting people to understand, getting people to understand what it is to be a president who has a nationwide policy and mock him. Did George W. Bush tell every state to be on their own in fighting al-Qaeda? No, he got all 50 states to come together and invade the wrong country. And I voted for it. All right, that's not the best example. But you know what I'm saying, Joe. Uh, You know, look, uh, Biden made this gaffe last week and he's going to make more gaffes. This is how it is, folks. Um, he he claimed that Trump was the first racist president at his virtual town hall. They asked him about, you know, Trump calling the coronavirus the China virus or the Wuhan virus or the Kung flu. He got laughs from racist white children in a tech in an Arizona church for that. Whenever he talks about the pandemic, which obviously is done to um, take the heat off of Trump for his incompetence and lies and put it on China where the virus began. But of course, what he's doing is placing a stigma on Asian people. How many kids on a bus are hearing China virus Kung flu? Biden said the way he deals with people based on the color of their skin, their national origin, where they're from is absolutely sickening. He could have stopped there, folks. He could have stopped there, but he continued. No Republican president has done this. No Democratic president. We've had racists and they've existed. They've tried to get elected president. He's the first one that has. There's a lot we could say, folks. Uh, There have been racist presidents before this, openly, uh, much more racist than Donald Trump. Excuse me. Yes, much more racist than Donald Trump. Donald Trump rapes people, but Thomas Jefferson raped property, human property. So come on. There's been Democratic racists, Woodrow Wilson. I could go on. There's been plenty of Republican racists. Uh, It's been recent. LBJ was maybe the most racist Democrat to be elected president in the last hundred years, and he became the greatest civil rights hero of the 20th century presidents. So people can change. But no Republican president has done this. No Democratic president. Ronald Reagan made a segregationist the chief justice of the Supreme Court. You can hear Nixon tapes of Ronald Reagan calling African ambassadors monkeys. Ronald Reagan was a racist, bro. Uh, George H.W. Bush voted against the Civil Rights Act in 1964. They both became president. Again, Reagan made William Rehnquist a segregationist the chief justice of the Supreme Court. So, no, he's not. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand it. And this is the sort of thing that Biden can correct. Like, like he could say, you know, he's the first openly racist president, uh, you know, po- post-civil rights. He, he could get away with that. He ain't trying. So it's a good thing he owes these double-digit leads in Minnesota and Pennsylvania. Thank you, Fox News surveys. He's ahead 13 points of Trump in Minnesota, 11 points in Pennsylvania as of last week. You know, a third Fox News battleground state survey from Michigan had Biden nine points ahead of Trump. And it's 99 days and anything can happen. And we know they're going to cheat in so many ways. Electoral college is cheating. Voter ID laws are cheating. Gerrymandering is cheating. My God, remember the migrant caravan? Russia interference? They're going to cheat any way they can. But the Cook Political Report just flipped Florida from toss up to leans Democratic. That's huge. Okay, the Quinnipiac poll showed Joe Biden leading Florida by 13 states. Trump led Hillary Clinton by three points in the middle of July 2016. Without Florida, Trump is done. The running mate is going to be very important. This flows down ballot. Uh, You know, like the Cook Political Report now thinks Democrats could reclaim the Senate. And we have Trump to thank for it. I don't think it's worth killing 150,000 people in a plague. But races are moving. Watch the numbers in Arizona. Watch the numbers in Georgia. Watch the numbers in Iowa. This might be the end of Joni Ernst. 
I mean, I've never seen a shift like this for one party in my life. Trump's approval rating has remained very consistent, but that's bad because he can't get it higher. He can't turn around public opinion. I mean, since 1940, incumbent presidents who were reelected had an average net approval rating of point of a plus 23. Those who lost had an average net approval rating of minus 14, and Trump's has consistently been minus 15. This plague's not going anywhere. And I don't know how Donald Trump thinks he's going to win with white women who are dead inside who still care about their children by forcing them to go to school when we all know it's not safe. I'm asking you to go back to 100 days ago. We had 860,000 confirmed cases. Now it's 4 million. 100 days ago, Trump claimed total authority. 100 days from now, we'll probably know who the next president is. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to do a lot more of these quick little mini episodes. So please, please let us know what you think. Write to uh, johnfuglesang.com or say hi on the socials. And please subscribe to all the wonderful shows uh, on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Go to johnfuglesang.com. Are we selling merch yet again? I hope we're selling merch again soon. We're selling some merch. We See, here's the thing on our web store. We use uh, Made in America. We only make our stuff in America. That's how you know you're not buying from Trump or Ivanka. So as a consequence of that, we have lots of small mom and pop businesses that have been shuttered by the shutdown. So please be patient with our sponsors. And in the meantime, uh, this is a good time to get the free 30-day trial for SiriusXM. If you don't already, I'm on the air every night. And even if you do not have a subscription, you can always call the show. We'd love to have you call any night just to talk. Um, Last week, our guest list included Gordon Lightfoot, the great Canadian singer-songwriter, Professor Corey Breschneider. Uh, We had Juan Williams of NPR and Fox News. We had Dr. Rachel Bittekoffer, the election whisperer, the best speaker on elections. We had Ambassador Wendy Sherman last week. I mean, we had Reverend Barry Lynn of Americans United for Separation of Church and State. We had Patricia Heaton of Everybody Loves Raymond. We we had Professor Jason Stanley of, of Yale on fascism. And we had David Crosby on Friday night. That's how hard I'm working for you guys. John Ossoff's on this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. And John Ossoff will be uh, a congressman in Georgia this time around. Listen, I say it at the beginning of every show. I'll say it at the end. Depression is a disease, but negativity is a habit. And Hannity is the opposite of sanity. And if we're all in this together, then you don't get to despair. Okay? Despondency is privilege. Lick your wounds. Be sad. Do something good for your brain. And get back in the game. We all need you. I'm John Fugelsag. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. We're going to do a lot more of these this week. Thank you so much for joining me on Sanity Cast. Oh, I got to say also, thank you to uh, Jennifer Hagerty and thank you to Chris uh, Lavoie and everyone from the inside. Now I'm really done. For real. Goodbye.